Hi everyone, welcome to You Scream, I Scream, where I talk about life and parenting without any sugarcoating. How are you tonight? I am recording this Sunday night, which I normally don't do that, but it's been an insane week, to say the least. So I'm just gonna jump right in. The things I'm gonna talk about today is my crazy week. I'm gonna kind of tell you some things that are funny and some things that aren't so funny, and then I'm gonna get into things that helped me through this week and then talk about some fitness-related advice for people. So this time last week, my baby was not sleeping and she was not eating very well. And it's really hard to tell at this age if it's teething or if they're sick. And I thought, okay, let's try some Tylenol and some cold, like, teething stuff and see if that helps. And after dealing with it for a couple days and me and the baby went through hell those five days, I decided, okay, we're going to take her to the doctor's office. So luckily we did that and we found out she did have an infection and it was a huge concern. So that was what was causing a nightmare. It was so hard for her and me because when you're running on no sleep and you feel like you have a newborn again, like fresh from the hospital, she was like waking up every 30 minutes screaming. It was so hard to deal with. And as a parent, you're like, okay, what can I do? And so after we we went to the doctors, they basically told us to to do Tylenol and she's going to have um, an antibiotic. The two things that there are shortages of right now. (laughs) So that was a lot of fun. Um, We had the nurse call all over the place trying to get the medications and it was insanity. I'm not going to lie. Why is this going on and I know this is not the first time I've talked about this but it's and I know it's not even for just babies this time around it's for adults too and something needs to be done I don't know what we can do about it but something like I said needs to be done this is insanity that people can't get medication to fight their sicknesses off and that they could be become you know, life-threatening. So, luckily, um, it took about a day to get her medication, which is insane. And then we're on day three and a half of her medication, and she's doing a lot better. And I'm so glad that that is over with. Because, like I said, it was just, it was too much. It was so overwhelming. And I don't wish that upon anybody to go through or to deal with. So a couple things that cracked me up this week, um, after I just ranted, is 
sometimes I, when I'm cleaning and I was awake and I need to get like laundry or something done real quick, I'll turn on YouTube and she has a couple different shows on there she really, really likes, but <laughs> some of the commercials that I see on there just crack me up. Like today, why did they have a Prada runway show on a baby commercial? I don't, my baby's not buying Prada. She, and it was, I think it was bags of these suitcases. <laughs> really? <laughs> Babies carrying around suitcases? I mean, that would be really, really cute, but that suitcase is as big as my child. And another one I think is Squarespace. Is my baby running her own business that I don't know of? Like, really? I wonder what a baby business would be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe maybe she has her own like modeling business and I just don't know about it because I can just look at her and say, hi baby, and she smiles at me. It's adorable. Everyone asks me, oh my gosh, she's so happy. Yeah, well, if you say the right thing, she'll smile, but she's not always smiling. You just gotta you gotta give her the sugar first. <laughs> Another moment that cracked me the heck up this week was the second day in, Ella was starting to feel better and she was crawling around being her crazy self and my dog was just laying on the rug watching TV with her and it was so cute. I got the cutest pictures. But then she comes over and she starts petting him and he's like, mm, okay, that's nice. And the next thing I know, I see her, like, pinch him. And he's like, ooh! And he shoots up and, like, runs away. He is such a good dog with her. But she's a little meanie at her nine months of age, almost. I'm definitely not an expert. But the next thing I'm going to talk about is how I got through her being so sick. And I think the best thing I could have done I did for myself was write stuff down on my planner so I did not forget. Now, I kept it really short, like three tasks that I could do that were less than five minutes. So, if it was, you know, brushing my hair, do, um, washing my face, prepping her next bottle, which was a huge help at night. So when she went down for bed, I, after her bath, I would prep her bottle for when she'd wake up again. I'd just throw it in the fridge. She loves cold bottles. Um, so that saved me at night. And then when she'd wake up, I'd make another one. So that just kept saving me, saving me, saving me. So she didn't get so upset at night. Because once that girl is upset, she is upset. This time around with her being sick. What the heck was that noise? I don't know. This time around with her being sick, I did ask for help. And I was very overwhelmed. And I used to not do that. But, and I do have the habit of when I have someone come over to help me and she's crying if they can't get her calmed down, I have to grab her. Like, I cannot physically let her cry um, with somebody else holding her. But um, for the few minutes that she... 
for the few minutes that she did um, let that person hold her, I did get some things done. On my Instagram, I asked everyone what they wanted to hear on the podcast, so I'm just going through. Um, so I just covered how I got through baby sickness. The next thing I put a post or poll for was how to stay focused on fitness. I can't even talk. Focused on fitness goals. Honestly, I've been pretty much consistently, other than a couple months postpartum, but I've been consistently working out for three years, and the part that I think I become addicted to, in a way, and it's not like a bad addicted, um, but I get addicted to feeling strong, and I get addicted to my brain feeling powerful and once I get a good routine down I'm like okay I want to do this for myself I want my body to feel good I want my brain to feel good I don't really care about the end result if I somehow get abs great but I'm not going to strive toward them if I somehow you know build my tone my body up that's great but that's not really the reason that I'm doing this it's for my body to feel better and for me to realize how powerful I am and I want to feel like that every single day that I possibly can now there's going to be days that I can't do it and life gets to be too much and it maybe that day it's not healthy for me to exercise because it's been a stressful day I know last week my body was like aching at the end of the day from holding the baby all day. There's no way it would be healthy for me to work out. Absolutely none. So I would stretch and help my body feel better that way. So not every single day I'm going to lift weights. No. And I don't think for anyone that's healthy if, and I'm not professional, but it just doesn't. If you're, like, lethargic, aching, lifting weights is probably not going to help you feel better. And I think pretty much anybody can tell you that. So, circling back, that does, you know, the feeling that I get after I do a good exercise um, workout, I get focused on every day. So, like, I'll take you through my routine every morning. I wake up, I take care of Ella. That's my main priority. Once I get her taken care of... I wash my face every single morning. I do my skincare. It helps me feel better and that I don't feel so much of like a mom zombie. The next thing I do is I get dressed, so I'll put on my exercise outfit. That kind of gets my brain in the mood like, okay, this is what we're doing. I take my my, um, pre-workout after that and then I eat. I used to not eat before my workouts, but I've learned the best way is to eat. You won't feel so bad afterward, at least for me. So I'll I'll eat and then make sure I was situated in a safe spot. And then I go ahead and do my workout. So I do it right away in the morning because if I wait and do it later, it's probably not going to happen because I'm too exhausted. 
Now, if you're an evening person, not a morning person, I don't have much advice for you. Maybe you could get yourself in some type of routine in the evening to do that, but that works for me as a morning person. And then I just go ahead and go along with my day for the rest of the day. So, that... I think that's all the advice I have for staying focused on fitness goals. I pretty much touched on not beating yourself up for falling off track before, like I said, it's going to happen. I have a habit of stress eating. Last week I ate so many freaking cookies, it was insane. I, however, don't feel guilty about it at all. Maybe I should. I don't know. I still feel fine. My pants, my jeans might be a little bit tighter on me, but it's going to happen. And the way I see it is that's like me living my best life at that moment. And I did what made me feel good. Now, am I going to eat a bunch of cookies every single day just because I want to? No. But that helped me last week feel better in the moment. I needed some type of comfort and it really pains me to see some people and they beat themselves up for having a hard week and they made not so healthy choices. Like, as long as you're not permanently hurting yourself, I think you're alright. If you eat some cookies or have a little bit of wine or something, I, I don't think that's going to hurt you unless you know, there's some kind of other circumstance, but whatever. Um, but yeah, just don't beat yourself up. We all have hard times and we all fall off track. It's life. You know, we all have crazy roller coasters and some weeks are crazier than other weeks and we just do what we do to survive. And sometimes, you know, it's really, really, really hard. And you should be proud of yourself at the end of the day. Like, oh my gosh, I got through this. And that's really what got me through postpartum. Um, I mean, the fourth trimester. Because you'll probably always be postpartum. But the fourth trimester, at the end of the day, every single day, I would reflect on my day and be like, oh my gosh, I did this. Like, this was really freaking hard with a colicky baby. But I did this. And I'm pretty much always now and was not always like this but I always congratulate myself when I had a really hard day and I made it through and that was not something that I was ever taught in my life but just doing that repeatedly really helps so when you acknowledge okay I had a really tough day my child wouldn't stop crying or my dog was really sick or I was really sick and I did something that made me fall off track for a goal okay well let's not do that tomorrow okay let's do leave that in the past that worked for us in the past but it's not going to help us tomorrow and when I would say I'd reach for a thing of cookies which I did not do but let's theoretically say that I would be like okay no these aren't gonna make me feel good every single day I don't need these let me go eat some fruit or something so it's kind of the mentality that 
um, is good to have. So that's about all the advice I have on that. So I, I hope you found this podcast helpful and maybe somewhat uplifting. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you later.